Good morning on Monday, July 13, 2015. Up at dawn, here's a post called Sauntering with Children. It was Thoreau's birthday yesterday, and the Almanac spotlights Wordsworth today. The two great transatlantic nature-loving walking poets, one found intimations of immortality in his recollections of early childhood, the other inspired a great series of children's books by D.B. Johnson that I fondly recall from our girls' early childhood. The Times yesterday featured a trio of children's books that celebrate what Henry called the art of sauntering and the simple pleasures of a stroll. It's an art not far removed from the carefree spirit of childhood that in later life evokes in sentimentalists and poets a sense of eternal youth. But did Thoreau or Wordsworth ever walk with children? Children other than themselves, I mean. Someone calculated that Wordsworth has to have averaged about seven miles a day from the age of five. That's an art unto itself, walking with children. A chapter of philosophy walks will indulge my own recollections of walking with children and talking with them and rediscovering the world through fresh eyes. It's an experience I recommend and am forever trying to recapture. It's hard to get back. Is that what Henry meant when he said he long ago lost a hound, a bay horse, and a turtle dove and am still on their trail? Probably not. But I do recommend the D.B. Johnson series of books about Henry, beginning with Henry Hikes to Fitchburg. And my favorite uh, was Henry Walking to Work. That's a, a constant inspiration to me to consider as I'm out on my morning stroll that I'm walking to work, that in fact I'm already at work in a manner of speaking. But it's a, it's a much better commute than the one I'm accustomed to up and down I-24 during the academic year. Well, the Times, as I said yesterday, featured uh, three children's books, new children's books. One's called A Dog Day, another is Ask Me, and the third is Sidewalk Flowers. They read a bit of this review. Grown-ups may need occasional reminders, but children know that any journey can be as exciting as its destination. In three new picture books, even a casual stroll, brings a world of unexpected pleasures, providing ample time for playing, bonding, and spontaneous acts of generosity. In A Dog Day, written and illustrated by Emily Rand, the nameless narrator, an impatient Airedale terrier, heads out for a walk with giddy anticipation. All he wants is to keep moving forward. But things don't go according to plan. Although he expects a direct route to the park and a game of fetch, his owner is in no rush. They make several stops, including a hardware store, a butcher shop, and a bench outside a cafe where the man sits with a menu. The dog mopes and waits. He complains in rhyming couplets, I really don't like this busy street surrounded by people's legs and feet. His placid expression masks a growing impatience. He always has to stop and talk. I thought we were on a walk. And uh, that book will remind readers of Henry Hikes to Fitchburg of the way Henry ambled his way with lots of uh, diversions and side excursions and still managed to reach his destination. I think part of the moral of that story was that the, the nectar's in the journey, as uh, philosopher John McDermott loves to say. Uh, back to the review, skipping ahead to Ask Me. Ask Me by Bernard Weber 
begins on a glorious fall day as a girl and her father amble through a park. The book opens with a directive, ask me what I like, she tells him. What do you like, he says. I like dogs, I like cats, I like turtles, I like geese, she says, spotting a skein of geese over a pond. She prompts him with another question to ask her and another. They pass joggers, people walking dogs, and children playing. They kick piles of leaves into the air. The girl is attentive to everything around her, but never loses the thread of their conversation. Ask Me has no plot. Nothing revelatory happens. The entire book unfolds in dialogue. No quotation marks are used. The conversation floats along the pages. Through these ordinary exchanges, Weber conveys a close, affectionate familial bond and a child's relentless inquisitiveness and energy. The daughter goes on to name more of what she likes, riding merry-go-round horses, digging in the sand, the color red, stories about bears, and what she loves, including flowers and ice cream cones. And yet, the father never loses patience. He clearly enjoys asking her questions, and he appreciates her delight. They are smiling on every page. At one point, he tells her why birds build nests so they will have a safe place to lay their eggs. The girl responds, I knew that. Why did you ask, he says. Because I like to hear you tell it. It's a wonderful moment. Next comes a two-page spread which contains no words. Amid a splendor of vermilion, orange, gold, and green, the father and daughter lie blissfully in the grass, their shoes kicked off. The scene shows them relaxed and happy to be in the presence of each other. Their walk will go on, but for now perhaps they are pausing to reflect on all they've seen and done. And then Sidewalk Flowers, also following a father-daughter stroll by John Arno Lawson, illustrated by Sidney Smith. It's wordless, but in this instance language would seem intrusive or didactic. The absence of text seems to provide a more eloquent and nuanced story that allows children to freely share their perceptions of the narrative. Reading about these, uh, these books sure makes me sentimental for those days a few years past now when I used to walk every day with dogs and children. Now it's pretty much just dogs. Talk to you later.